Do you get excited when you see a follow-up visit on your schedule? Don't be afraid to tell the truth. Chances are you feel a little apprehension hoping it goes well. Most providers do. But there is a way to feel confident when you're evaluating results and to know that it's going to be a positive visit. Maybe you have some doubts about that. Well, you won't after listening to today's episode because we have the definitive body contouring follow-up visit checklist. We developed it and perfected it over our years of practice, and we're sharing it with you today. So stay tuned if you want a step-by-step guide to deliver the perfect follow-up visit every time. You're listening to the Body Contouring Academy's Proven Profits Podcast, where you'll learn simple, actionable strategies from real-world, successful body contouring professionals to help you generate more revenue, realize the profits you want, and create the life you desire. Hi, I'm Shannon. And I'm Kay. And we're your hosts of the Proven Profits Podcast. Hi there, body contouring professionals. Kay here. A big thank you for being here too from both Shannon and I. We knew we needed to do a podcast episode covering follow-up visits immediately after receiving an email from a student. She was concerned about a patient who came to a follow-up appointment, which was scheduled two months after her last fat reduction treatment. And at that follow-up visit, her patient could not see any fat reduction. She could see no results. Now, what would you have done if you were in her shoes? How do you evaluate results in your practice? Truth is, body contouring follow-up visits, they're not easy. In fact, the basis for whether a patient is satisfied or not satisfied It starts way before that first follow-up appointment. We're talking about expectations for certain results. Now, some factors that form your patient's expectations, they start as far back as when your patient was barely learning about you. That's why it's critical to cover several key components, many of which should be in a specific order, at your follow-up visits. Now, our follow-up checklist does just that. We encourage you to use this system in our checklist because when you do, your life is going to be easier, your patients are going to be happier, and your business, well, it's going to be much more successful. So, let's dive in the body contouring follow-up checklist to evaluate evaluate your results. Step one, and you might have guessed it, it's setting realistic expectations from the beginning. It's an absolute prerequisite to a successful follow-up visit and a happy client. Remember how we just said that satisfaction at a follow-up visit goes way back Well, that's because every client comes to see you with preset expectations, 
like it or not. Some may be realistic expectations, but others can be quite real unrealistic expectations. So you're asking yourself, why would they form expectations before they've even talked to me about what my treatments can do? Well, think about it. Maybe you have ads. Your competitors have ads. You have language on your website. Your competitors also have languages on their websites and your social medias. What friends are going to be saying that they heard treatments can do. Now, for most of this, or a lot of it anyway, you and your business have had little or nothing to do with any claims or promises about the treatments. But that's why it's even more important that you set realistic or the right expectations from the beginning. And in most cases, that's your consultation. And then you reinforce realistic expectations at every encounter with that patient, every visit, every phone call, every email. Because what happens if your client has unrealistic expectations all the way up to that follow-up? Well, it's really bad because she may not, likely may not, be satisfied at her follow-up about her results, regardless of how great you think her results are, because her expectations could have been so unrealistic, so over the top. And so now when this happens, you have a problem. So you must be proactive and prevent that. So then we go to step two, the actual follow-up visit. Successful follow-up visits create happy clients who refer, who review, and, <clears throat> and who repeat. So speaking of follow-up visits, do you just see them at the end of the treatment series or when do you see them? We need to schedule follow-ups at three times pre-treatment, midway through the initial treatment series. In other words, if you have a series of six, you're going to have a midway follow-up visit after three. If you have a series of 10, you're going to have a midway follow-up visit after five, and so on. And then, of course, at the end of the initial treatment series. Now, the pre-treatment visit, you're going to perform immediately prior to your first treatment of your series. Now, why do we include this as a follow-up visit? Because this pre-treatment visit forms the very basis of all your follow-up visits thereafter. It's so important for you to spend the time and effort on each of the components in the pre-treatment visit. Honestly, we see far too many providers who want to rush through this and, and get on and do the treatment. Want, and their patients want that too. But instead, you should slow down, educate your patient about the importance of these measures, and then take your time and attention doing so. So at the pre-treatment, you're going to need, first off, to prepare a written treatment plan agreement. 
Now, this pre-treatment visit should include this record of your agreed-upon treatment plan. In other words, the treatment area and the number of initial treatments in the series with the understanding that more may be needed. And you're going to go ahead and get your client's signature on that treatment plan because that acknowledges and reflects her agreement with that treatment plan. Then you're going to need to document your patient's acknowledgement of her responsibilities with this series of treatment. So you need to obtain your client's signature on a copy of something like your post-treatment instructions, those, or make a special one with those instructions so you can verify her understandings, first of all, of her responsibility. And she acknowledges that she understands that that's what she is supposed to be doing. So she's going to sign that as well. And then you'll move on to uh, getting your baseline data and documenting and logging it. You're going to need to get your client's weight, which you should do at every visit, by the way, her measurements for the treatment area, not the entire body, and photos that are going to display her treatment area. So that's a pre-treatment visit. Remember, it's the very foundation of all of your follow-up visits. Super important. So you're moving along with the treatment series, and it's time for the midway visit. Now, we like this visit because it is a good way to track progress and for you to identify progress or lack thereof, and it gives you that opportunity to intervene so you can get your patient the best result. So the first thing you're going to do in that visit is go ahead and get her weight measurements and photos and document, and that's going to be your midway progress data. Now, while you're assembling and comparing the measurements and photos and looking at the weight, ask your client to complete a follow-up questionnaire, which we're going to discuss next. Now, Compare your pre-treatment to your midway visit, photos and measurements. What do you think of the progress from the photos and measurements? Is it what you'd like to see or expect to see at midway through this treatment series? And just keep that in your mind. Now, with the questionnaire that you're going to use, um, there's going to be two parts, objective questions and subjective questions. The objective questions are going to be basically tracking your post-treatment instructions. You're going to ask one by one about water intake, about 30 minutes of daily exercise, about sleep quality and amount. And you're going to ask um, what you want to find out, how compliant she was able to be, the adjustments she was able to make, um, so that you know how she's doing. Then you're also going to include subjective questions on the questionnaire. You're going to ask her if she's seen progress herself towards her results. And if she is, is she happy? Or if she's not, is she happy? And if it, what would she want to see and what would she expect to see? Because you want to know, you know what you think, you want to know what she thinks. Then you're going to quickly review those answers on the questionnaire. 
and keep in mind the type of answers or the type of issues in education that you're going to need to cover with your client. Did she comply with her treatment instructions? Is she satisfied? Are you going to need to address any of your client's subjective opinions or uh, her lack of following the treatment instructions? So after you've done all this, you're going to sit down with your client for the final step of this visit, and you're going to go over your findings, and you're going to take one of these two actions. First, you're going to continue with the treatment plan. If your client's complied with instructions, is seen some progress, and the photos and measurements show some progress, then you celebrate with your client. There's no intervention needed, and she keeps up the good work. Or you're going to consider adding lymphatic booster treatments and re-educate about lifestyle adjustments and continue with your treatment plan. This is what you're going to do in instances like this. Your clients had problems complying with the post-treatment instructions, or her progress is slow, even if she complied with the post-treatment instructions or said she did. And maybe there is progress and you're satisfied with it. You think it's what's expected, but your client doesn't. She wants to see more or she expects to see more. Then you may need to put in those lymphatic booster treatments to try to accelerate and optimize results and definitely educate about uh, correct any unrealistic expectations if there are any at that time. But speaking of lymphatic system and sluggish lymphatic drainage, um, just remember that slow lymphatic drainage is going to mask results. It can take some clients up to 12 weeks or more for their lymphatic system to eliminate the fat toxins and fluids that are left behind from our fat reduction treatments. And when this happens, fat reduction that has taken place, well, it cannot be seen. And then understandably, your client feels discouraged, and so do you. So the solution to this problem is incorporating a lymphatic booster treatment into your fat reduction protocols. You know this is a stickler for us if you listen to us any at all. Do you incorporate lymphatic boosters in your fat reduction protocols? If you do, congratulations, that's fantastic. If you don't, well, we recommend one of these two super effective lymphatic, lymphatic booster treatments, whole body vibration therapy or presso therapy. They are both great, but there are significant differences between the two. So listen up and we'll give you the highlights of each so you can kind of get an idea of which one might be best for your business. Now, whole body vibration therapy, also known as vibration therapy, well, it utilizes a passive exercise platform that causes intense but comfortable muscle contractions that both increase the blood circulation and the lymphatic circulation. It takes 10 minutes, and you don't need to block out your treatment room for one of these sessions. It's what we refer to as a set it and exit treatment. Now, we talked about set it and exit treatments in our June 14th podcast, 
body contouring treatments that are secret multitasking money makers. And we'll leave a link to that podcast in our show notes in case you missed it. If you think vibration therapy might be right for your business and you want to learn more about it, then take a look at our whole body vibration therapy certification course. And you can do that um, with the link in our show notes as well. We'll leave it for you. Now, then there's pressotherapy, also known as intermittent compression therapy and also lymphatic drainage therapy. It utilizes pneumatic compression technology to increase also the flow of the blood circulatory system and the lymphatic circulatory system. Now, a pressotherapy treatment requires an hour block of your treatment room and an hour commitment from your client. But it can also be a set it and exit treatment. If you think pressotherapy might be a good fit for your business and you want to learn more, we'll leave a link to our pressotherapy certification course in our show notes as well. Okay, so we've made it through making sure we have realistic expectations to the pre-treatment visit and through the midway visit. So now we've made it to the final visit. But before we get into the details of the final visit, Shannon has a quick message for us. Ready to start your own body contouring business? Or add in-demand body contouring services to your current business? We've created online courses to make it easy. Without a huge investment, time-consuming research, or taking dangerous risks, our online certification courses lay out complete roadmaps for implementing the most popular and affordable body contouring devices on the market. Each course is complete with an explanation of technologies, method of action, step-by-step treatment protocols, downloadable forms, and more. After completing each course, you'll have the knowledge to deliver desired results and generate maximum revenue. Become a body contouring expert. Visit bodycontouringacademy.com, click on the certification courses from the menu, and discover the courses that can transform your business today. So the final visit. We call it the final visit, but you'll find out that the final visit is not always the last follow-up visit. The final visit is a follow-up visit done at the end of the initial series or at the end of an additional series of treatments. And it's often not the final follow-up visit. Why? Because the client decides to continue treating. Now, the steps in the final, final visit, they closely track the steps that you took at the midway visit. So it'll be very familiar. So first, you're going to get the measures the measurements, the photos, and the weight. And this is the, quote, final data. So while you're assembling the measurements and photos, just as in the midway visit, you're going to ask your client to complete a follow-up questionnaire, which is going to be a little different from the one at the midway visit, and we'll talk about that in just a minute. Now, you're going to compare the three sets of photos and measurements, pre-treatment, midway, Final. Look at those weights, too. Now, what do you think of the results in the photos and measurements? Are they what you would expect? 
are you satisfied with them? And if, if not, you need to know that too. Now, on the questionnaire, um, the objective questions are going to be nearly the same as you're going to track those post-treatment instructions. Did she continue to do them? Did she improve on any of them? Did she slack off on any of them? But for the subjective questions, they're going to be a little bit different because you're going to want to know if she's achieved her desired results because this is after the final treatment in your initial series. If not, what did she want to see or what did she expect to see? And would she like to undergo more treatments for continued improvement? Those kind of questions. And then review all the answers. Compare the responses to those of the midway visit in your objective questions about following her post-treatment instructions. Did she comply? Did she slack off? And then look at those subjective questions. Is she satisfied? Does she think she'd benefit from more treatments? How does she feel at this point? So it's time to sit down and meet with her and have a conversation about your findings and either, one, celebrate with your client if she achieved her desired results. And this is a golden opportunity to ask her to share her good news in a video testimonial or a positive review. At this point, patients are so excited that they are 90% of the time willing to do one of the two before she leaves your business. Or you're going to celebrate with your client if she achieved great results, but maybe she wants more. So then it's time to amend your treatment plan to include more treatments. Now, what we like to do is add treatments in small series of about three, unless, of course, you know she needs more or less, depending on what her needs and goals are. So your next visits for follow-up are going to be after whatever the initial series is. Um, and you'll determine the need for more treatments from them. But, for example, you both agree on six more treatments, treat it like the initial, and do your midway, and then your final, if it's, if it's going to be several treatments or more than three or four. Now, the third thing that you might be doing is encouraging your client to add or continue with lymphatic booster treatments and re-educate and reinforce about those lifestyle adjustments and bring the client back in about two weeks for reevaluation. If she had problems complying with the post-treatment instructions, if her progress is slow, if she complied with instructions, but you still feel like her lymphatic system needs more time, and she may have even had lymphatic booster treatments but you feel like her lymphatic system needs more time. Because unfortunately, most of our clients have lymphatic systems that do need our help um, from our lymphatic booster systems. So just ask yourself if you've recommended them. Has she complied? Has she or will she comply? Now that brings us to troubleshooting. And specifically troubleshooting when you see little to no results at the final visits. Now, all of the options that we've discussed, they've kind of been directions for when you see some results. 
But if you see like little to no results at the final visits, in our expensive in our experience, there are three possible reasons. First, her lymphatic system. It may just need more time. You may need to allow adequate time for that sluggish lymphatic drainage to to finally complete itself. So you're going to want to schedule another final visit when it comes to be 16 or more weeks after the date of her final treatment in the series. Reinforce those post-treatment instructions. That means several more weeks of her having to adjust her lifestyle and comply with your instructions and definitely encourage and nearly insist on lymphatic booster treatments. It could be another reason, the second of three, would be lifestyle and compliance. Her lifestyle is such as you don't think she'll ever see results, like she's gaining weight. You know she's, she's admitting to not following instructions with excuses, or maybe she has a chronic illness like diabetes, which chronic illnesses can um, impede the progress um, and effectiveness of our um, our treatments. So you're going to reinforce your lifestyle education. You're going to give that same 16 weeks appointment and evaluate at that time. And then the third, which is very, very rare, is technology. That's when you think it's possible that the particular technology you use just didn't work for her. She's followed all of your instructions. She's even done lymphatic booster treatments. Well, in this case, we would still wait until 16 weeks post that last treatment to give her body time just in case, but you need to consider offering treatments using a different technology. And if you do move forward with this option, we recommend discounting those treatments using that different technology in the treatment series. But we have a pro tip for you regarding technology. In our 20 plus years of experience with non-invasive body contouring treatments, it's only been those very rare instances when it was a technology that just didn't seem to work for a patient. So how do you know when it's the case? Well, make sure she fits into this set of facts. She's not overweight and did not gain weight. It's obvious to you that she's been leading a healthy lifestyle through a treatment series and she has cooperated and undergone lymphatic booster treatments throughout. So, if she has not done lymphatic booster treatments before you recommend a different technology, we would recommend to you that you insist upon them um, and see what difference that makes. So, it's those three. Now, to conclude, because we have finished all the steps all the follow-up checklist. Use it. Use this body contouring follow-up checklist to achieve success because follow-up visits, well, they can be the most challenging appointments in your business, but they should be the most rewarding. And by following this body contouring follow-up checklist step-by-step, you are more likely to build a big and lasting body contouring business to earn the reputation in your market as the body contouring expert, and, of course, to maximize your profits.
So implement this follow-up checklist today. Until next time, beautiful wishes. If you enjoyed the show, please find us on iTunes and leave us a review. Email us at bodycontouringacademy.com with any feedback, topic suggestions, or to offer to tell your body contouring success story. We love to hear success stories and learn about winning strategies. Visit bodycontouringacademy.com for tools, education, industry news, and cutting-edge articles. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great rest of your week.